Well, the first week in August, we had a tornado blowing right through basically the south course, destroyed our bunkers and knocked down 325 trees. So this is two or three weeks after we just had our little tour. And so now we're saying, uh-oh. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pod County. I'm your host, Kyle Grantham, and today on Pod County, we're talking golf. Not just any golf, though. We're talking about the BMW Championship, which is going to be coming this August to Wilmington Country Club. This is a major PGA event. It is the penultimate tournament in the FedEx Cup. So we're talking about the top 70 best golfers in the world are going to be here in Newcastle County, and they're going to be playing Wilmington Country Club. But they're also going to be staying in Newcastle County hotels. They're going to be staying in the homes of Newcastle County residents, as we'll find out here on this podcast. And they're going to be eating in Newcastle County restaurants. They're going to be shopping in Newcastle County shops. And they're going to be making a hopefully major economic impact on the area. So we're talking to Tom Humphrey from Wilmington Country Club. He is the local tournament chair who's been working with the Western Golf Association and the PGA as this event gets planned. And so we're going to find out a bit about what we can expect from this tournament, how it came to be here in Delaware and how you can go as a fan. So if you like golf, this is going to be an awesome episode for you. If you just want to know how 130,000 people are going to make their way to Newcastle County, this might be a pretty interesting episode for you too. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Pod County. gentlemen welcome to another episode of pod county i'm your host kyle grantham today we're joined by newcastle county communications director brian cunningham and wilmington country clubs tom humphrey (laughs) how's it going it's going great thank you for having me welcome to the government center i didn't know it was here and it's a very impressive facility i would say 99 times out of 100 my preferred location would be a golf course to this building but <laughs> it is pouring rain outside yeah so. i can understand that yes. yeah. yeah and it's a little chilly yeah yeah it's you know it, this spring doesn't really want to like kick in but Co- it's it's master's week so spring oh, starts now it's true yeah. yeah it is a it is you know opening day for baseball has its own kind of vibe but the masters has its mm-hmm. you know own kind of vibe for golfers so absolutely but we're not here necessarily to to just talk golf. We're here to talk BMW Championship because the PGA is coming to Delaware. It is. That's huge. It's a big thing. It's uh, a great opportunity to have the 70 best golfers in the world come here for a week in August and uh, show us what they can do. Local tournament chair. Yes. But what does that do? Tell me what your, uh, I'm sure there's others, other duties as assigned. Yeah, well, the way it works is that um, the Western Golf Association actually runs the event. They're the the host uh, organization. And so they pick a golf course club to to have the event at. And um, we can talk about how that happened, but uh, Wilmington Country Club got the opportunity. And so we formed a tournament committee because we have certain responsibilities that we have to fulfill. And so I chair that committee, and we have about 10 or 11 other chairs of different committees that uh, you need to have to make something like this uh, a success. So that's kind of how it all came down. 
when in August are we to expect uh, Jordan Spieth and <laughs> John Rahm to be dining in Wilmington restaurants? Yeah, well, it's... We uh, have a great cafeteria right here. That's that true. I if they want to come get a cheesesteak, we got great cheesesteak. I actually had a, uh, a woman in my neighborhood stop me about two months ago. I was just kind of walking to the to the park and uh she said look uh you know i don't play golf but if jordan spieth needs a place to stay he can stay at my house <laughs> speaking of which yeah i imagine there's plenty of uh women ready to open their homes up <laughs> to brooks kepka billet, billet families billet families yeah. or, or host i think what really exploded was the airbnb right. industry and the vr is it verbo or verbo, v- yeah. verbo, yeah, verbo. industry yeah. i told my family to get ready to move out that week yeah well that actually you know that happens i mean one of the things that we learned as we got into the process was that a number of players like to rent a home for that week they might have their family extended family and also in some instances a number of players will go together and stay you know like three or four of them and so we supply the information to the western golf association In other words, this particular person wants to put their house out there as a possibility, so they describe it in pictures and all that. And then the Western Golf Association coordinates with the PGA Tour, and if a player is looking for a house and they look at that inventory and say, hey, I might like to stay there. So that does does happen. So the the dates of the tournament will be? August 16th through the 21st. Well, if they'd like to stay at my house, <laughs> this has never been said before, but I'm bummed because I'll be in Hawaii. I don't think anyone's ever been bummed to be in Hawaii, but I'm going to be in Hawaii while the tournament's going Wow. On. So my house is open if they if they want to stay at my place. This is going to bring me down for the FOMO. whole rest of the podcast because now I'm FOMO. FOMOing on this tournament. This um, Our state has a great pedigree or lineage with golf from Ed Oliver to the LPGA Championship and even leukemia lymphoma right. outing, which I had the opportunity to volunteer and caddy and drive for. Where where does this event fit in? I mean, I think it fits in perfectly with, with the culture of, of golf in Delaware. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's a big event. I mean, it's the biggest event golf-wise that the state of Delaware has ever had the opportunity to host. But you're right. There is a tremendous history of golf. Wilmington Country Club has, in fact, hosted six USGA championships over its lifetime. We've also had the 2013 Palmer Cup, which is a very uh, prestigious event. We had the McDonald's Championship for all those years at uh, DuPont Country Club. John Riley happens to be on my tournament committee, and he was very involved in that back in the day. So there's a lot of golf connections to the state. Porky Oliver is a really exciting one, which not many people know about. But they can if they pick up John Riley's Yeah, book. they can. But the thing that we found fascinating, and we didn't even know this when we were talking about getting involved with the BMW Championship, is that Porky Oliver won the 1941 Western Open. Hey. As a, he was a caddy at DuPont Country Club. DuPont, Wilmington kind of recruited him to come over and play for our caddy team, so he did. Turned pro, and he won the Western Open. And the Western Open is basically today's BMW championship. Right. So we, we kind of think that's a nice little uh, connection. The Western Golf Association, I, I think most of our listeners will, will hear that and think we're on the East Coast. How does right. the Western Golf Association fit in with this tournament in Wilmington Country Club? Well, the Western Golf Association was formed back in 1899, something like that. And they started the Western Open 
which at that time was one of the top three championships in golf. It was the U.S. Open, the British Open, and the Western Open. And the tournament was very, very prestigious. And so they have been shepherding that event for all these years since. And so once, and I think it was around 2007, the PGA Tour introduced the FedEx Cup Series, sort of a golf's way of having a Super Bowl, World Series, end of year culmination of a, of a champion. And the Western Open, being a prestigious event, was given that penultimate spot right before the final tournament, and Western Golf continued to be the entity that put it on. And so they've moved it around. It's in Chicago in the Midwest. It's been as far out as the West Coast, and it's now been on the East Coast, starting with Aronimic in 2018 and last year at Caves Valley in Mm -hmm. Baltimore. And so, yes, Western Golf is sort of Midwest, Chicago-oriented, but back in the day, it actually, I think, started before the USGA, and so they were involved in, you know, establishing tournaments and rules and things like that. So it kind of grew from there. But the big thing about the Western Open back in about 1930, the Evans Scholarship was established, and it was an opportunity to provide full tuition and room and board for caddies that did not have the funds to go to college. So they have been very much bringing that opportunity to more of a larger national audience, not just in the Midwest. So they look for areas where there's caddy programs, and there's a lot of great caddy programs in the Northeast and, you know, between D.C. and Boston. And so it's an opportunity for them to extend the Evans Scholar program. Yeah, that's fantastic. A lot of money goes into these tournaments, and it's great to see that there's a a charitable angle and contribution to it as well. Once again, we're, we're talking with Tom Humphrey, local tournament chair for the BMW Championship, a very busy gentleman, probably for the next four months. Don't bother him if you see him <laughs> out. Don't ask if you can put Jordan Spieth in your house uh, for the for the week. No, but, but for uh, real, though. No. Right, right. <laughs> no, I, so, I, I, on that note, though, I mean, I'm on the board at Newark Country Club, and I know how busy I am. Yes. I cannot fathom how busy you are planning this. Well, I am busy. I'm enjoying it. But I will also say that if you're going to get involved in something like this, this is a great event to do it with because the Western Golf Association is really good at what they do, and they've been doing it for a very long time. And so they have a tremendous number of uh, very talented people and resources. So whereas we are doing a lot of work from a Wilmington Country Club standpoint, it's more connecting the dots, introducing them to the right people at Newcastle County in the state, helping them, you know, sell the tickets and the hospitality and that sort of thing. So if we were doing this on our own, it would probably be a hill too far <laughs> for the first uh, outing, but it's really great working for the working with the Western Golf Association and the, the PGA Tour and BMW. They're really great partners, and it's been fascinating for me personally to see how these kind of things happen. There's a lot behind the curtain. Talk about the course and the preparations, the infrastructure that the club has made or will have to make in the, you know, has made over the last year. I know that there was, I drive by it frequently, you know, on 52. So right. I, I always see there's trees getting trimmed out. Like, yeah. so, tell us what you had to do or, or what the BMW or, or Western Golf 
made some suggestions on the course. Or, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it, it it was a very interesting process, and and you know we were approached by Western Golf through an introduction by the Golf Association of Philadelphia back in uh, February of 2020. They asked us if we might be interested in holding the BMW Championship. Yes, yes. And, and <laughs> well, you know, initially the thought was, well, that's a lot of stuff, so we're going to have to take <laughs> our course away from our members and blah, blah, blah. But we said, yeah, we'd love to hear about it. So Vince Pellegrino, the senior VP of uh, tournaments for Western Golf, came with Quinn Spitzer and Oscar Mestre, who were the past president of currently past president and now now president of Golf Association of Philadelphia, and they they gave us a presentation on what it was all about and talked about how it was, you know, the top 70 players, uh, very prestigious, and showed us what each individual partner's roles and responsibilities were, spelled it out for us, talked about the economic impact that could be in, in the area and experiences they've had from other events. And we heard 120 Ten to 30,000 people could be coming. You know, TV would be covered for four or five days. DuPage County in Illinois had a study on the economic impact there when they had it at Medina in 2019, and it was like 30-plus million. And so we said, yeah, we're interested. We had that meeting in March 2020, and the next week COVID started, you know, shutting everything down. Mm-hmm. And so we were interested, and we went back and forth, found out some more information. We did our due diligence, talked to other clubs that had held the event. And the more we heard, the more interested that we were. But one big aspect of that is the PGA Tour has to come in and decide, can this course hold up to the 70 best players in the world? And that's not an easy thing anymore because they're bigger, they're stronger, and they're better. Unfortunately, because of COVID, they couldn't come until July. So from this initial meeting in March to July, when we were, you know, saying, yeah, this is something we'd like to, to be considered for, they couldn't get to Wilmington to look at the course. They finally got there, and we walked it with them. I remember that. And they were very impressed with, with Wilmington Country Club South course. And I think one of the things that attracted them, too, and one of the things I, re, uh, I believe that, that the Golf Association of Philadelphia suggested to Western Golf that they look at Wilmington Country Club is we have a big footprint. Philadelphia area has a lot of wonderful golf courses, great history in golf. But most of those courses were built, you know, quite a few years ago. And so they're sort of landlocked. They have a, a limited ability to expand. And with what's going on in golf today, with these men and women hitting the ball so far, courses, you know, have to be sort of bigger. And the beauty of Wilmington South is we moved from our first location out to where we are presently and built it in the late 50s. Robert Trent Jones Sr.'s built the South course. And so it, it's, it's got more room. And it's been tested through those USGA championships, a lot of the local gap events. And the good players in the area like to play it because they can hit driver, whereas a lot of the other courses, they have to kind of navigate their way with three woods off the tee and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So anyway, the tour comes and they look at it and they say, boy, this front nine's really tough. It's a, it's a good solid front nine. The back nine's a little easier. It wasn't the way it was originally done, but in 1971, they had the U.S. Amateur 
at Wilmington and ABC TV asked them to flip the nines because they liked the way the TV camera angle was on the 18th green. So now the, the, the hard nine was the front nine and the easy nine was the back nine and we've played it ever since that way. But when the tour uh, folks looked at it, they saw how it presented itself and then they started to, after thinking about it and talking with our architect, Andrew Green, and they had their in-house architect, their in-house agronomist, and their in the, the official, rules official that would run the event uh, there that day. And they said, you're going to need to put some bunkers in at about 325 because that's where they fly it now. And before it was 280, 285, that's where the bunkers were. So we're going to need to put some extra tees in, some back tees, and some bunkers. And said, okay, you know, we can look at that. And then they wanted us to also redo our bunkers because we had what was some old technology there, and it needed to be redone anyway. So that was good. I mean, you know, they make suggestions. We don't have to do it, but if we think it's in the best interest of our members and we think it's good for the golf course and we think it presents a great test for the, the tour, then, yeah, we'll consider it. Well, the first week in August, we had a tornado blowing right through basically the south course, destroyed our bunkers, and knocked down 325 trees. So this is two or three weeks after we just had our little tour. And so now we're saying, uh-oh. Can um, you come back? Yeah, the, well, <laughs> the, I was more worried about what they might hear rumor-wise because, mm-hmm. quite frankly, of the 325 trees that we lost— there's probably, you know, five, six, seven that were what I'll call really strategic. Mm-hmm. We still have a lot of trees out there. Mm-hmm. And it cleaned out a lot of areas that probably, you know, could have benefited from that. Not that you want a tornado. Right. So all of a sudden, the whole game changed because now we had to put our golf course back into, uh, you know, playable condition. So we shut it down. Uh, right then, had five tree companies come out that next week, start clearing out trees. But then we said, hey, this is a great opportunity to go in and redo those bunkers, put these new tees and these new greens in. Andrew Green, who's our architect, gave us the recommendations, and we okayed it through the tour. Uh, everybody had their input since we started doing the work. So through that winter of 2021 until the opening and around April, we put all those pieces into place such that now we have a really good, competitive, challenging golf course for these great players to play. You're so right about the age of the courses around here and what that does. I mean, Newark's 100 years old. Right. And when it was built, it was the front nine. Right? Yeah. It was a nine-hole course 100 years ago, 1921. And then in the 50s, they built the back nine. And it is a world of yeah, difference, right. right, when you go right. play. And the whole course overall is short yeah. because, again, it's built in this you know semi-urban footprint around University of Delaware, but that is such a great point about how, you know, just the era and when the courses around here originated. Right. There's a, there's a reason a lot of these events take place out west. Yeah. Because, you know, in Arizona, is you sure, wherever you want to put irrigation, we'll build a golf course. Right. California, fairly similar. If you're going to have one on the east coast, you, you, you've got to prepare for the long ball. Well, it, interesting, too, is something as simple as a driving range. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a really good driving range at Wilmington Country Club. And with the exception of some of our younger kids growing up that hit it forever, it, you know, does the job. But when you're talking about having PGA Tour players come 
all of a sudden, most driving ranges don't work anymore, and you can't build fences high enough to keep the ball, you know, on the property. So we actually have had to build a temporary range on the 18th hole of our north course so that they can hit it 325, whatever, and still keep it on the property. And a lot of clubs are faced with that kind of challenge to how do you figure it all out? And the other thing is when you think about 130,000 people, you need room for them to get around. Sure. And the other interesting part about this whole how does Wilmington Country Club South work is listening to the Western Golf Association folks talk about it from the standpoint of how do we get the people here? How do we get them from the drop-off to the golf course? How do they have a good experience walking around? How do we have uh, the TV cameras positioned such that there's the right drama, you know, sort of coming in the last four, five, six holes? So actually our rotation for the south course is not the historic rotation. We've sort of interspersed some holes between the two nines. And originally we said, ah, do we really have to do that? Because, you know, people want to come and they want to play the course the way right. it was. And now yeah. we're going to say, well, you really can't do that. But then when you think about it from their viewpoint in terms of logistics of supply and stuff, you know, food, beverage, skyboxes, all that. TV cameras. TV cameras, right. right. You think, hey, it makes sense what they're doing. Because we're fortunate we actually have sort of a road through the property and the way it's laid out, it serves as a, a great kind of supply line as well as walking path for a lot of the spectators that will be there. You've been to an event before, right, PGA? Yes. Yeah. I went to the Open, whatever that was, five years ago at, at, at Marion. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I was in college, I covered the Senior Open in uh, Murfield, Scotland, mm. the, the British Senior Open. And it amazes me the range of people – that come to these is so broad. Yeah. And I think it's going to be really cool to introduce Wilmington Country Club in this area of Newcastle County right. to just a broad swath of yeah. people. Yeah. Golf is trying very hard to, to be more inclusive. I started in golf as a caddy, you know, growing up. I was a baseball player, but my father played some golf, so he drove me out of the bed on Saturdays and I went and caddied for him. And that's how I got to understand the game and love the game and we want to provide that opportunity for kids from you know all walks of life economic backgrounds whatever and so one of the things we're going to do at the tournament on Tuesday is we're going to have a first tee clinic so that we can bring a lot of kids that might not otherwise have that opportunity watch you know these great players and talk to them and hopefully develop a love of golf and get really good at it and play on the PGA Tour someday. So hopefully there's a young girl, a young guy, a boy out there that, that say, hey, golf is for me, and, and they make something out of it. Matter of fact, one of the things the Western Golf Association does is any junior 15 years and younger is given a complimentary pass to the tournament if they're accompanied by an adult. So, yeah, getting kids there and just making it as accessible as possible is very important. Yeah. Sure. You mentioned tickets. Uh, they are available now at bmwchampionship.com for single day right. event passes as well as hospitality opportunities as well. Yeah, and bring the kids out and yeah. you know get them get them hooked on golf. Well, the other thing that that 
a lot of the tournaments are doing, and, and Western Golf Association, I think, has led the way, is trying to make as many interactive experiences as possible so that, you know, people can come out and try a putt, hit a ball, see things that they find interesting and exciting. In fact, another interesting part of this whole thing, which I never would have anticipated, is after we said we'd do it, all of a sudden we got calls from EA Sports and 2K Sports saying, hey. Got to add you to the Yeah. Got to add you to the Well, they're, they're both introducing new games. That's awesome. And golf was one of the original video games that really took off because you could do it. Sure. I love Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, well, PGA 05. <laughs> he signed up Tiger Woods. EA Sports signed Tiger Woods. 2K signed up the Masters and the whole. So they're both kind of coming at it from mm-hmm. a little different angles. But Wilmington Country Club BMW Championship is going to be a part of both those new games, which is another cool. opportunity to reach uh, kids. All right, got a got a pre-order now. Yeah. That's yeah, so cool. No. Well, that, that's another aspect of growing the game. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, and when the Masters says, "Hey, we'll do it," and when you read that two that Netflix. I don't know if you all saw this, but and I'm not a, a F1 series, oh, uh, yeah, this, you know, yeah, the race, yeah. but yeah. the what is it called? The race to the Netflix series has just blossomed in terms of uh, interest in that sport. And so now there's a, a Netflix golf. About 20 or so pros have agreed to let Netflix follow them around. Cool. And that's yeah. going to come out. It's kind of like kind of like Hard Knocks PGA. There you go. Bit, yeah. yeah. You know what's real? It's kind of crazy. I, I don't know why this would take off, but Formula One has really grown its following through TikTok. <laughs> Formula One TikTok is like a whole crazy section of that app, and golf has a, a really good. I mean, there's a lot of golf tips. There's a lot of guys who are like pros at clubs who have a great personality and they right. kind of become characters on right. there. I'm a big fan of Manolo Teaches Golf. I think he's down in like Florida or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it's really cool that because I'm sure for a, for a while, you know, most clubs have been like, how are we going to reach this right. younger generation? Right. You, it, most, most clubs have an aging membership. Right. And how do we reach the next generation? And it's like technology just kind of did it for us. Yeah. How do you make golf cool? How do you make golf fun? I think Tiger Woods helped tremendously. Oh, for I sure. mean, he changed the whole deal when he came out because all of a sudden he was an athlete. He was an athlete. You know, looked like an athlete. He would yeah. look like an athlete. Right. He no disrespect to John Daly. No, but, uh, right. There's, there's that's sort of the old let's go <laughs> right. to the bar. Yeah. You know, have a beer. Yeah. I don't think he would go to the bar. No, Tiger was. was right. No, John Daly. Would John Daly would bring oh, yeah. the bar with him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. But uh, yeah, that that fundamentally changed things. And he's obviously responsible for tremendous growth. I think COVID also was sort of a surprise factor for golf in that we couldn't do much, but we could go outside and we could walk and we could play golf. And so that brought a lot of people to the game and and we want to keep them. And so we have to make uh, golf as fun as possible and as accessible as possible. And I'll tell you too, from from a mental health standpoint, this may sound counterintuitive. Golf is the most frustrating sport. <laughs> yeah, on the I know planet. where you're going. <laughs> but I mean, realistically, for me, it's very cathartic. Like I'll right. be out there, and because you're playing, you're not playing the course; you're playing yourself. Right. You know, especially if you played a course a bunch of times, you are just out there fighting yourself the right. whole time. And if you can kind of master that, it really helps with a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's that to me has been the beauty of the game for all these years. Is it's you can you can compete. But you can continue to learn and grow and do it on your own and challenge yourself. 
it never stops being uh, an interesting thing to try and figure out, and I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Right. August 16th to 21st, arguably one of the biggest sporting events to come to Newcastle County. Yep. Oh, no doubt. BMWChampionship.com is where you can get tickets. This is where the top 70 players start their road to become one of the top 30 players who will play in the, the FedEx or, or go to the FedEx, what's it called? This, uh, this is the penultimate event. Yeah, it's there used to be four, now there's three, and it's changed a little bit this year in that FedEx, which is the overall sponsor, is having an event in Memphis. So that's the first one where it's the top 125. Mm-hmm. And then where they stand... Based on points, it goes down to the top 70, which come here to Wilmington at the conclusion of our BMW championship. It gets down to the top 30 that goes to Atlanta and Eastlake for the, the tour championship. So, yeah, it's a, it's an exciting and quick three-week run. So you've played the course. Yep. Well, Probably I would, once I would, or twice. I would hope he has. <laughs> yep. All right, here we go. This is how we're going to get traction. Give us a player and tell us some tips of how that player can win the BMW championship. I like this. Right now, we're going we're gonna to chop it up. We're going to break it up into five or six players, and we're going to tweet at them. We're going to say, here are some <laughs> special tips. They're going to play it a few times before this. Yeah, well, uh, first tip is Justin Thomas and Daniel Berger both played Wilmington Country Club South in the Palmer Cup. Yeah. You know, he played competitive rounds there. Now it's different. It's now 7,500 yards. Back then it was over 7,000. But he knows it, right? Got a, got a few fewer trees. Yeah, a few fewer trees. <laughs> but he's good you know, anywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he'd be one I would I would be watching. What One of the things that, that we're hopeful is that the, the golf course presents – the kind of challenge that a wide variety of the top 70 can compete on. In other words, you don't just want it to be a bomber's course, right? And the tour is, is very conscientious about that. They'd like to see a Kevin Kisner have as good a shot at winning the tournament as a Bryson DeChambeau, for instance, who's, you know, a bomber versus somebody that has to kind of navigate their way around. And the key comes down to what are the conditions of play. If it's firm and fast, which you hear a lot about, it will be a really, really strong test. And uh, I think our agronomy efforts over the last number of years put us in a good position to hopefully have that. Now, if there's a bunch of thunderstorms, it, it's going to be a little softer. And if you have a soft golf course, these guys, are they're going to go low. But if it's firm and fast... I think that a wide variety of players potentially have a chance to win because the greens on a Robert Trent Jones course are very big, a lot of undulation, and it requires some some strategy to work your way around the golf course. My dad always told me when I was growing up, learning to play, you drive for show, you putt for dough, mm-hmm. right? It's so, still true. Still true. It's it's 100% true because I can hit the ball 300 yards and I will still three putt. So <laughs> that's why I'm a bogey golfer and not on the on the tour. We're going to have 100,000 people 
in Newcastle County. We're going to have yeah. in like NASCAR race back when Dover drew 120,000 right. people. Well, like there's it, no space for RVs at the on, moment. On, on Route right. 52, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Well, there will be RVs uh, somewhere. Uh, some of the players actually have them. So you've got to kind of figure out, you know, where all that goes. Walmart. Yeah. But to your point, you know, that's another interesting aspect of doing this. So when they came to us and said, would you be interested, and we sort of did our calculus on it, one of the things that, that we thought would be to our benefit was the fact that it is being held in Delaware, and Delaware has a way of sort of rallying around things and making stuff happen. So in instance, for instance, we were able to call the governor, we were able to call Matt, county executive, the mayor of Wilmington, right away and, and have the opportunity to sort of, here's what we're thinking about. We think it's going to be good for the county. How do you guys see it? And the response was tremendous. And we've also had meetings since then where Matt and a lot of his, his staff heard what would be involved. State police were there, the, all the various uh, agencies that would be involved, and they've all been tremendous and very responsive. And that's not always the case in other areas of the country, you know. And that makes a difference when the PGA Tour and Western Golf and folks are looking for places to have events like this. It makes a difference how receptive, you know, folks are. And the state of Delaware and, uh, matter of fact, the folks at Western Golf told me, this is the first time we've ever had, like, a Department of Tourism call us on the first day of a public announcement and say, how can we help? There you go. <laughs> well, then throw in the other new fun wrinkle of the president lives right down the road. Right, right? So, right. like, yeah, No drones. Yeah, no drones. There won't be much aerial coverage that day. They'll no. get their drone shots ahead of time. Yeah, for sure. Well, they, but there will, will be 50 hours of coverage, TV, NBC, Golf, Golf Channel. Yeah. Golf Central will be there doing... It's some of the bigger events, Golf Central, the Golf Channel actually puts their Golf Central studio there, and they're going to do that here, so they'll be broadcasting at night and all those sort of things. You mentioned, uh, you know, those, the governor and the various other elective. When Delaware has an opportunity to jump in the spotlight or have the spotlight shown to them, we, we really, we do, we rally around. Well, it you know, it's not, it, politics are always there, but I've always thought that it was because Delaware's small. My sense is everybody says, what's good for Delaware, you know, and then let's work towards that. Yeah. Glad and we got some new hotels in, in downtown. Oh, yeah. 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 I know, right? Remember when those were built and people were like, who was going to stay in these hotels? Uh, well, maybe 130,000 <laughs> golf fans. An interesting thing <laughs> is if they're not staying at your house. That's true. Yeah, the Hotel DuPont is going to be the sort of the championship hotel. And BMW will be there, stationed there, as well as uh, a lot of their, you know, customers and important people. But a lot of the players will be there, too. I worked for DuPont for many years, spent a lot of time in there, but hadn't been back in a while. And so I got an opportunity to take a tour, and it was impressive what they've done. New fitness center, which is important mm -hmm. to these folks. Mm -hmm. The new restaurants, Green Room was one of my favorites. Now, like Cavier, yeah, yeah. Right. we had dinner in there. It was lovely, and it's not far. I mean, it's the same street out to Wilmington right. Country Club. Yeah. You, you, you know, come out, take a left, and go. Take a right, and you're good. And that's important, <laughs> right? Because in some places, it can be a 45 minute drive, and a tour pro doesn't like to be nervous about directions trying to get to a tea town. Sure. Right? And then the, down on the waterfront, there's a lot of the hotels. And so, yeah, 
there's the ability to, to handle the amount of activity that, uh, that's going to come with this event. So I've worked my fair share of NCAA college basketball tournaments where there's a host school, but then their job is to have greeters, like right. individual greeters go to the airport and meet the team or right. meet them at the hotel and hand out their room. It's very are you vol- simple. Are you volunteering? No, that? no. I, I was just curious. No. <laughs> I want to watch and have fun. I've worked in sports my entire life, and I, I like to watch sports now as opposed to work them. Do, do you guys have similar where your you know volunteers or like like ways that the people yes either you know how how are they getting involved besides the well one planting. of the interesting aspects of of running a tournament like this is that you need volunteers and uh, we needed over two thousand and it was signed up within like a week or two of posting so we've got these folks but there's a, a whole myriad of jobs that take place. And uh, Western Golf, uh, again, does a tremendous job of uh, organizing and coordinating all this activity. You know, we will be doing all those airport runs, Newcastle County Airport with all the private jets coming in. We also have a team that's solely responsible for making sure that everybody gets their BMW courtesy car and then turns it back. Turning it back is the tricky part. Well, it is, you know, (laughs) it is when... I guess you're heading down the road and you say, okay, well, the car's at the, uh, you know, airport parking lot or the car's over here, the car's over right. there. And sometimes these folks are busy and they don't actually put it back where they said they were going to. But they so. all have GPS chips in them. Oh, yes. You, can, you know, the volunteers should download the app and you're be able to get find that, that car. Yeah. Well, right. you're also, I picked the right people for this too. Right. I, I picked the car people, right? The ones right. that want to drive brand new BMWs right. uh, all around. And uh, so that wasn't too hard to find those folks. Yeah, that, that sounds like a, a top-notch volunteer job. Yeah. Now, are you still looking, because we'll put it out there, are you still looking for volunteers? Well, or? you know, we're oversubscribed. I mean, you can still go to the bmwchampionship.com site and, and register and be on a waiting list. I don't know what the odds of actually getting an assignment are because we, you know, it was such a, a quick fill-up, but that possibility, somebody could at least sign up. But you're not hurting for them, right? No, now. we're not. All right, well, that's a good sign. No, we got a lot of folks that are anxious to uh, to come out and get involved, which is great. When do you shut the course down for routine play or member play? Well, so we have two courses, which is a benefit to us. We also have a very large clubhouse. And so the south course will put some steps in place where we won't allow cart traffic for about a month. We'll also stop guest play. We won't have any tournaments for about a month ahead. And then the course will actually shut down two weeks in front of the championship. The north course will continue to be played up until Saturday, the right before that week, as well as the tennis and the swimming and everything else. So there'll be a lot of activity, a lot of trucks, a lot of people. So it won't be the normal Wilmington Country Club member experience, but you know, everybody will be able to continue to play golf or, or do what they want to do. There'll be a little bit of buzz around the place, too. Oh, imagine. yeah. Well, I went down. Hopefully mostly positive. Yeah. Well, you never know, right? right. So when you, you start to think about these things, my experience in private country clubs, and I've been in a few, is if you can get somewhere around 80-20 support, you're probably in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. You get to 70-30, 60-40, and, you know, you, it, it, you're going to have people not happy. 
And so when we introduced this to the club, this response was tremendous. And, and uh, you know, I would say the positive is certainly over 95, 96. I, you know, I'm sure there's some people that wish we didn't give away the golf course for that week. But it's, it's been really fantastic. And what's one of the reasons we did it? We thought that the members would have fun in this process and the number that have volunteered and the hospitality support, which has been primarily Delaware driven businesses has been fantastic. So, uh, it's, it's been, you know, a, a really positive response from, from the state. In terms of golf course prep too, I mean, you, you mentioned you're not going to have carts out there for a month. A large part of this, I'm sure you guys probably have to grow the rough out. Yes, we have visits from PGA Tour agronomists. We were just with him last week, and they tell us how they want the course to be set up. I mean, it's their tournament, right? Western Golf puts on the tournament, but the PGA Tour is responsible for actually conducting the championship. And so they will let us know how fast they want the greens to run, how, how you know long the, the rough grass should be fairway speeds and all that so we'll follow you know their guidelines and try and deliver exactly the course that they want i imagine that week after when the course is still kind of at a pga level your members are going to be chomping at the bit to get that experience oh you know it's like having a party right sometime at what midnight or whatever it's time for people to leave right get out of here i want my house back and i'm sure our members are going to want our golf course back and it'll take a good month to actually, you know, take all the structures. I mean, there's like 250,000 square feet of structure, right? Scaffolding and, and everything in terms of skyboxes. And, and Western Golf is known for having their structures closer to the action and big. Uh, it's, it's just an exciting environment. And, and uh, I was going to mention I went down to Kays Valley I think I went June, July, and then early the last day in August before it was shut down, just to kind of get a sense of how noisy is it, how much activity are you know our members going to be frustrated, and it was quite the opposite. You start to see these things go up, and you're playing, and all of a sudden you can kind of picture people in the stands, and you start to get a feel for what this thing's going to be like, and it's impressive. And so I think getting to it will be great. Once they leave. We won't be able to get it out, out of there fast enough. But, again, part of our due diligence, everybody we talked to said Western Golf's great to work with. And, 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 you know, in about 30 to 45 days, it'll be gone. We'll have planted new sod, new seed. It'll go through the fall, and everything will be great when we get to the next season. Will there be any special culinary or food like that's Delaware-centric? Yeah. What, great question. What can we – well, Citizens Bank Park just announced, like, a new – Mac and Ma- Manco and Manco Pizza yeah, from the Jersey Shore at right. Citizens Bank Park. And, right. And, uh, so what do we have? Well, that's a great question. And the Masters is known for yeah. Well, the pimento cheese and salad. The big deal there is they took the peach sandwich, ice cream sandwich out. Uh, uh, I think it was logistics <laughs> challenge, and oh it's upset the apple cart. <laughs> People <know>. would riot <laughs> right. in the street. It's right. all part of the experience. Well, it is right? because you want it to feel like Delaware, Philadelphia, right? Soft pretzels. Uh, Rita's water ice, cheese steaks, steaks, Mm -hmm. mushrooms, probably forgetting a few things here, but we've given them lists because BMW, one of the things that they do at the BMW Championship is they have a beer garden area. And so where our current driving range is will be that 
that beer garden where they have a big merchandise tent and then they have lots of tables and then we'll have some food trucks and we're getting Delaware food trucks that you know actually do this for a living and they'll come out and then there's obviously concessions uh, around and we'll provide opportunities for nonprofits in the area to service the concessions and be able to make you know a percentage of the revenues but also have a good team building experience so in another month or two we'll sort of send something out that says if you're a nonprofit and you'd like to be a part of the one of the concession opportunities here's how to sign up for that but yeah we want it to be Delaware you know we want cool. it to 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 feel like Delaware when you walk in and all of you professional golfers out there when you come to Delaware just remember it's tax free shopping that's absolutely. true absolutely yeah, so all get yourself busy. your engagement rings your televisions your computers helicopters your, your whatever <laughs> absolutely <laughs> new well, they probably get all the free golf gear that they can handle. It's but true. Stuff like that. Come and drop your money right yep. here at the Christiana Mall, Cocker Mall. Sponsors, when you build your gift baskets for all the players, please come do your job. Well, there there has to be a, a gifting suite, right? Is there a gifting oh, yeah. suite well, involved in this? Yeah, I mean, if you play in the Pro-Am uh, on Tuesday. I always uh, love Wednesday. what's in the gifting suite. Brouhaha mm-hmm. gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday night, there's a Pro-Am party at Longwood Gardens. For the folks that are signed up to play in the pro am, I oh, played in the cool. pro am at Caves Valley, and you know you get some nice stuff. I'm sure the players get you know a lot of nice stuff. The the customer entertainment, the VIP, and all that sort of thing. There'll, there'll be a lot of swag floating around. I'm sure stuff we ain't getting. No. Stuff we're <laughs> stuff I'm definitely not getting. I won't be here. I'll, There's two I'll, ways. I'll tell you what, stuff I'll, we all get or stuff we ain't getting. That's I will I will for. try and find an opportunity to to get a couple hats for you guys. Hey, How about that? all right. I'll take well, a hat. I'll get a hat for Matt too. There you go. All right. We'll have to gift log it. Right. Make sure we put it in the gift log. That's under twenty five. It'll be under twenty five. Under twenty five dollars and in the gift log, and we're good. I promise. All right. Awesome. Well, this has been a great conversation. I'm now. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go watch some golf. I'm gonna be super disappointed, but it's all right because Phil Mickelson's gonna stay in my house, and it'll be. (laughs) (laughs) But everything will be. All the doorknobs will be left handed. (laughs) All the uh, the toilet flushes will be on the left on the wrong side. The right. Have to reach. Anyway, that's my left you hit. think he's going to go to that extent and rearrange the whole thing? I don't know. Professional athletes are very Phil, superstitious. Why you change all my doors? Part of this weird. <laughs> Some of them used to bring their own mattresses, uh, the story has. Uh-huh. Oh, know, I don't doubt that. You don't want to wake up the next morning with a crick in your neck. But Oh, uh, that'd be bad. Right? Oh, yeah. if I had the bad. funds to bring a mattress with me everywhere I went, would 100% I'm sure Sleep do Number it. would just have it sent right to the, you know. Yes. Some of these guys are probably sponsored by Sleep Number. It would make sense. Or, know, Russ, it, or any other Dak mattress. Dak Prescott, he's a Sleep Number guy. Well, yeah, I don't know if he sleeps on one. but He definitely sleeps during games. <laughs> and on that note, go Eagles. <laughs> hey, that's right. That's right. Let's let's bring it back to what's really important. Yeah. Well, we're going to let you get out of here, Tom. You got a whole golf course to run, but let's remind everyone August 16th through 21st, Wilmington Country Club. You can get tickets at bmwchampionship.com. Uh, no, that is uh, bmwchampionship.com. What did I say? bmw.com. No. no. Did you say it the right way? I don't know. If you want to buy a car, go to BMW.com. <laughs> you but if you want to buy it the tickets, right way. <laughs> all right, good. Welcome welcome to the end of this podcast. Thank We've lost our mind. Thank you to uh, our friends at Maroon PR for setting us up with. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, and, and big note, too, right? If you're 15 or 15 under. or under, junior, come in free. Come in free. Company with an adult. by an adult. And yep. then we can leave them, right? And I can go back to the car and I can leave my. F- 
my 14, 12, and 8-year-old to run around the course. There, there will be, you know, rideshare drop-offs and all sorts of new things and the new way the world works. So uh, they've planned for all that. So come on out and enjoy yourself. It'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. Oh, is this going to be a crazy crowd, like at some of the— Oh, uh, uh, not the Phoenix kind of crowd. Right, right. No, it's not a party. It's, it's, it's really too important. I mean, this yeah, is, right. it's a they're serious. playing for $15 million That's in prize money. And, I mean, if you get to the top 70 and then the top 30, you're set for another two, three years, I right. mean, in terms of exemptions. And, and so it's really, really important. In fact, the thing that I found the most fascinating to watch on Friday at Kays Valley was not who was winning, it was those four or five players on the bubble at 30, right? I saw two of them take a fairly straightforward second shot, flare it into a creek on the right, and it has to be pressure because the difference between getting to East Lake in the top 30 and not is, is huge. There's a lot of drama. It's so definitely a bigger size yeah. house. Well, this is a business trip for these right, guys. Right, 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 right. The mental game, right, yeah. at that point, again, you know, between do I lay up here, do I go for it? Oh, no, I'm up by two. Do I? Yeah, I mean, that, right. there is a lot of math those last three holes, especially. Yeah. And if you're doing it, you're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You need to shut that. Well, what, what, was it, uh, what was it that we just had and Cam Smith when he's coming in, yeah, right? Yeah. And that, that bomb shot he, he brings in, and they're like, what is he doing? Why he's up four he strokes. And he's like, right. they asked him, did you? you intend to uh, get that aggressive and he's like no <laughs> no that just worked right so if you are a golf fan it's going to be great but even if you're not or you don't think you're a golf fan you're going to have a great time I mean, this you're going to be outside it's a gorgeous course you said it's uh, going to be 81 degrees that entire we week. will set the weather we're reserving great non-humid august weather here Love slight it. breeze out of the northeast. We'll, That's it. We'll put the we'll put the request in. Yeah. Uh, with our the director ups. of grand, grounds, John Urbanski, has promised me that. So. Yeah. Perfect. Fingers, fingers Eighty-one crossed. and sunny. Fingers Love crossed. Love it. It's like you know, no book, chafing. Booking an outdoor wedding in August here. Yeah. You know? It's like no hurricanes, no hurricanes. Right. All right. Well, thank you, Tom. We really appreciate it, and we're looking forward to seeing what this does for the state. Well, thanks for the opportunity to talk about the BMW Championship. Thanks for being here. My pleasure.